Today's episode is sponsored by an upcoming movie called If. We don't go to the theater a lot as a family, mostly because it's tough to find a movie we're all going to like, but If is one of those movies. It comes out in theaters May 17th. I saw the trailer the other day, and we ended up watching the trailer multiple times to check out all the different imaginary friends that are in it. Some of them are what you would think an imaginary friend would be like, a nice-looking monster, kind of. But other ones are so random, like this one that's a knight and one's a dragon and one is just a banana. And it gets wilder, too, but I'm not going to spoil it all for you. The movie is about this girl who can see imaginary friends, and she goes on this magical adventure to reconnect forgotten imaginary friends with their kids. I know me and my kids are going to enjoy going to the theater for this one, and the cast has tons of our favorite performers like Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Maya Rudolph, Matt Damon, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Emily Blunt. John Krasinski wrote the movie inspired by his own kids' imagination to be funny and exciting for all ages. It looks like a real slam dunk. The movie If releases in theaters May 17th, and we are totally going, so check it out. and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. With me today is the creator of CreatorKids.com, David Zissen. The Creator Kids website features live classes for kids. David, the kids who listen to the Kid Stories Podcast are often very creative. They email me their drawings every day. Now, what are some classes that you offer at Creator Kids that fans of this podcast would enjoy? Hello, Phil. So, yes, we empower kids in second through eighth grades with the skills they need to create. We offer classes in the digital arts, such as GarageBand, iMovie, and digital painting, as well as the non-digital arts with classes such as watercolor painting, 3D clay creations, step-by-step drawing, and chess. I think that if your listeners like to draw, they would love our step-by-step drawing class or our watercolors class. In these classes, we learn how to draw or paint using an image as a reference. Or, if they like music and would like to learn how to make their own, our GarageBand for iPad class would also be another great choice. That sounds awesome! And what is it like to take these classes? Is it, uh, is it just watching a video? Good question! It is not like just watching a video. We have put a ton of effort into developing our curriculum to be as interactive and engaging as possible. There's a lot of technology that I use to achieve this, such as overhead cameras, Zoom polls, and screen sharing each other's work during class to give our Zoom sessions a real classroom feel. But most importantly, I am available as a resource for kids to ask me any questions that they might have during the class in real time. I promise you will never be able to achieve this live learning environment by just watching YouTube videos. We are now enrolling for summer classes, so be sure to check us out at our website, www.creatorkids.com, and that's kids with a Z. That sounds pretty great. I think the Kid Stories podcast listeners would really enjoy your classes. Listeners, you can visit creatorkidswithaz.com and use promo code KIDSTORIES20. For a full 20% off any class, you're sure to love it. Thanks for visiting with us today, David. 
Now let's get to some shout-outs. Ryan, Kate, and Kieran from Point Lookout, New York are big fans. I'm glad you three enjoy the stories. I think if you were characters in the valley, you would be white cloud dragons that can fly higher than any other dragon and live among the clouds. Thanks for listening, Ryan, Kate, and Kieran. Milo, Grace, Nellie, and Nash are longtime fans of the podcast. That's awesome. If you four were characters in the stories, you'd be Steve the Goblin King's cousins, and you'd live with the Goblin Horde in the Dark Mountain. Thanks for listening, Milo, Grace, Nellie, and Nash. Logan drew a picture of a gloop army, and he really enjoys the episodes. Logan, I think if you were a character on the show, you would be Master Momo's long-lost brother, and you two would go adventuring together. That'd be cool. Thanks for listening, Logan. And Sonny Turner from Suffolk Park, Australia is a great artist. I love your drawing, Sonny, and I'm glad you enjoy the stories. If you were a character in the valley, you would be a cave crasher, just like Tim and Ray, and you would help them judge the bullfarting tournaments. Thanks for listening, Sonny. Today's story is titled Hot Dog Sabotage Part 3, and I hope you like it. Simon and Louisa got down to Food Avenue earlier than usual. They were excited to see how their prank would play out. They called it a prank, but they knew it was really revenge. The two prepped their hot dog counter as usual, and in a few hours the place was busy with people grabbing their first meals of the day. An hour went by, and another, and another. Simon and Louisa had it in their heads that their hot dog pizza sauce prank would result in some customers screaming in anger at the nasty pizza, or, or maybe someone would barf all over Food Avenue right there after they ate a bite of the pizza. And they were disappointed when this did not happen. In fact, the very opposite happened. A long line formed at the robot pizza stall. People walked by devouring slices of fresh-baked pizza and talking about how utterly unique and delicious it was. What's going on? Simon finally asked Louisa. I don't know. This isn't making sense, said Louisa. We've never seen the robot pizza booth this popular. I know. Let's go check it out, said Simon. The two siblings stomped down to the robot pizza booth, determined to get some answers. Hey! What's the big idea? demanded Simon. One of the robots cooking behind the booth stepped out into the walkway to talk with Simon. It said, I do not know what is the big idea. Oh, yes, you do. You know what's going on. Why, why do you have these long lines? How come everyone suddenly loves your pizza? asked Simon. Perhaps because our pizza is the best food on Food Avenue said the robot, and your food is like stinky dog food. What did you say, you bucket of bolts? fumed Simon. The only reason your pizza's so good in the first place is because we pranked you by pouring hot dog water into your pizza sauce jars, and that somehow made it better and not worse. Simon instantly realized that he had said too much. His anger got the best of him as he accidentally admitted to sabotaging their food. Interesting said the robot. For sabotaging my food, we will fight, and I will destroy you. The robot lifted its arms and stood in a fighting pose, holding a spatula in one hand and a rolling pin in the other hand. Oh yeah, oh, we'll see about that, you stinking clanker, yelled Simon. 
The robot and Simon both leaped at each other in a fit of rage, and just as quickly they stopped. They froze, really. Right there, in mid-leap, they were both completely frozen. A crowd had gathered, and everyone turned to Luisa, who was pointing at the two with her magic wand. A faint blue light surrounded the robot and Simon like a bubble. She was using her magic to freeze the two before they could do any more damage. You two are just going to start a big fight and get our food service permits revoked? said Luisa. Does that sound like the best idea? Well, does it? Simon and the robot both tightly shook their heads back and forth just a little bit. They couldn't move much since they were frozen with magic. Okay, then. Now I'm going to unfreeze you, and if you start fighting again, I'll freeze you and leave you that way, said Luisa. She put her wand away, and the robot and Simon both fell to the ground. They sat awkwardly for a moment, embarrassed that their anger had got the best of them. The robot turned to the long line of people waiting to order food from the robot pizza stall. He realized that he was soon going to run out of the pizza sauce with the hot dog water that everyone was loving so much. He turned to Simon and Luisa. It appears as though I will be needing more of your hot dog water. Or maybe we'll be needing some of your pizzas, and we'll add our hot dog water to them ourselves and sell them to our customers, said Simon. The robot remained silent. Well, it looks like we both have something the other wants, said Luisa. We can either join forces and create the most amazing pizza stall that Food Avenue has ever seen, or we cannot do that. All right, fine, said Simon. But maybe we can make, like, pizza-stuffed hot dogs or something. Perhaps I could wrap your hot dogs in my pizza and call it the Pizza Dog Blaster, or something, added the robot. Simon and the robot continued to brainstorm different delicious and ridiculous ways they could join forces and combine hot dogs and pizza. And with Luisa's magic, they could make anything possible. In the following weeks, they combined their food stalls. Literally. They moved so they were right next to each other. Their pizza-hot-dog combo items were quickly the most popular food in town. People even came from neighboring villages to try out their creations. Some of the more popular items were the itty-bitty pizza dog bombs, which were tiny pockets of pizza dough filled with hot dogs, pepperoni, and pizza sauce. There was the foot-long pizza dog, which was exactly what it sounded like, a foot-long hot dog, and Luisa used her magic to stuff a pizza into it. And of course, the double-decker pizza hot dog explosion, which was a pizza covered in a layer of hot dogs covered in another pizza. Simon and Luisa eventually became friends with the bologna robot family, often recounting their silly prank war that led to the greatest food counter Food Avenue ever saw. They named it Chubby Puppies Pizza-Powered Food Splosion. The end. Thanks for listening, everyone. Now let's get to some awesome shout-outs. Maxine and Akira from Sweden are fans of the podcast. Thanks for listening. You two are awesome. Grace from Catonsville, Maryland likes to listen at bedtime. Thanks for listening, Grace. You're awesome. Brian Bean from Little Rock, Arkansas enjoys the stories. Thanks for that robot drawing, Brian. You're awesome. And Faye Luis from Hope, Maine enjoys the stories as well. 
Thanks for that drawing of a monster, Faye. You're awesome. The website is kidstoriespodcast.com. Send all your drawings and questions to kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com and find many more stories at patreon.com forward slash kidstoriespodcast. Adios.